What's up, beautiful people, to another episode of Reading with Ricky. It's me, Ricky Jones Jr., back again for another episode. And on these Reading with Rickies, we get the opportunity to read the word, knowing how purposeful it is, how beneficial it is for us pursuing destiny, for us pursuing our purpose in life. Because, you know, at the end of the day, we know it's God who created us. And so when we get to read his word, we get to know more about him, which will therefore empower us to live our life that is a light to and for the kingdom right and so i'm gonna go ahead and get this seven minute reading in and then we gonna pray and then we will depart to have a great day how about that sounds like a plan all right if you love what you hear go ahead and click that thumbs up button subscribe lock in follow all the things that you can do to stay in tune what we are doing here is what you should do so and starting the timer i will read the word we are in luke chapter 1 verse 57 it says excuse me When it was time for Elizabeth's baby to be born, she gave birth to a son. And we know who that son is, right? Because we've been in tune with what's been said in the previous episodes. That son name is John. That's right. John, John, John. And when her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had been very merciful to her, everyone rejoiced with her. You may be wondering why everybody rejoicing with her, because before the birth of John, Elizabeth was old, right? And she was old. And the thought was old people can't have babies. Old people are barren. Old people's wombs are dried up. However, Mary was touched by an angel, truth be told. Oh, by God. And a messenger of the name of Gabriel, the angel, spoke to her. And uh, she, she's, she has a child, right? A child's born. Verse 59, when the baby was eight days old, they all came for the circumcision ceremony. They wanted to name him Zechariah after his father, but Elizabeth said, no, his name is John. And so that's pretty cool, right? Because the custom of that day was that a child would be named after their, well, son would be named after his father. And so just keeping with the tradition of the day, they wanted to do that. However, uh, Gabriel, the angel, the messenger angel came and said to name him John, right? He came to Zechariah first, Zechariah being the father, the husband of Elizabeth, but then also to Elizabeth. And so, boom, shakalaka, no, his name's John 61. What? They exclaimed, there is no one in all your family by that name. So they used gestures to ask the baby's father what he wanted to name him. I thought that's cool. That's hilarious. The baby's father? Like, what? That's in the Bible? Yeah, baby's father is the term that's in the Bible. However, they had the gesture to Zechariah because he was put on mute by the angel Gabriel after he was saying contradictory words to what God had said to him pertaining to John. And so they had to make gestures and he motioned for a writing tablet. And to everyone's surprise, he wrote, his name is John. Instantly, Zechariah could speak again and he began praising God. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. What was said came about, came to pass. And once the reality of the truth or the revelation of God's word came to pass, then John was, or excuse me, Zechariah was able to speak again. And sometimes y'all just need to be quiet. Sometimes we just need to be quiet when we hear things from God, when we read the word and it's hard to believe, it's hard to conceive, it's hard to see ourselves and what is said. We need not say things that are contradictory to what the word says, what God says. Sometimes we just need to be quiet, right? And in the time in which you walk in the 
manifestation or the revelation of the word of God, start rejoicing, start praising, which is, is what Zechariah did, right? Began praising God instantly. That was beautiful. And then verse 65, all fell upon the whole neighborhood and the news of what had happened spread throughout the Judean hills. Everyone who heard about it reflected on these events and asked, what will this child turn out to be? For the hand of the Lord was surely upon him in a special way. And so all that is beautiful, right? And it's a reminder that as we live for God, as we do exploits for God, as we are the manifestation of the word of God, others will begin to spread word, right? We know bad news travels fast. However, good news can travel as well. And so why not be a part of the good news that gets to spread light and shine light on God in our lives and the hand of God on our lives? And a lot of people to wonder, man, if that's happening for them, let's see how this turns out. But then bigger than that, if this happened for them, it can surely happen for me. So just as it happened for Zachariah and Elizabeth, it can happen for you and I. And so let us continue to be witnesses for God here in the land of the living. Verse 67, it talks about Zechariah's prophecy. Then his father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and gave this prophecy. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Filled with the Holy Spirit, Zechariah was able to give a, a prophecy. Filled with the Holy Spirit, Zechariah was able to give a prophecy. Why, why, why are you harping upon this? For so many reasons, right? And I, be, I believe, so it's not for me to say right now, but as we continue to read the word, this moment, this day will be edified in future tense, right? That's prophecy. Verse 68, praise the Lord. So this is Zechariah saying this, praise the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has visited and redeemed his people. He has sent us a mighty savior from the royal line of his servant, David. Excuse me, just as he promised through his holy prophets long ago. Now we will be saved from our enemies and from all who hate us. He has been merciful to our ancestors by remembering his sacred covenant, the covenant he swore with an oath to our ancestor Abraham. We have been rescued from our enemies so we can serve God without fear. That's us, great people. In holiness and righteousness for as long as we live. That's us, still to this day. And you, my little son. So the beginning prophecy was speaking of Jesus. So beautiful. The Holy Spirit came upon Zechariah, and first he talked about Jesus. It was a prophecy of Jesus, thanking God, giving gratitude and praise and thankfulness of Jesus. But then it's now time to talk about his son, John. And you, my little son, will be called the prophet of the Most High because you will prepare the way for the Lord. Literally. You will tell his people how to find salvation through forgiveness of their sins because of God's tender mercy. The morning light from heaven is about to break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death and to guide us to the path of peace. Verse 80, John grew up and became strong in spirit and he lived in the wilderness until he began his public ministry to Israel, right? Also beautiful because of so many reasons, right? One here, verse 79, it says, to give light to those who sit in darkness. One of Jesus's 
abilities and capabilities is to give light to those who sit in darkness. I was one of the ones who sat in darkness. I was doing, so what does it mean to sit in darkness? As we have concluded the, the scripture reading, right? We've capped out on our seven minutes. However, what does it mean to be sitting in darkness? It means that you're following the custom and the ways of this world. This world is a world of darkness, right? That's why it's all evil. And we know the enemy's agenda, which is to steal, kill, and destroy, which is darkness. However, Jesus came to bring about light, to bring about wisdom, to bring about knowledge, to bring about light so that we could see, right? So that we can know the truth, so that we can know the way, so that we can know the difference between right and wrong and choose the path, right? Which we know not many will follow the path that is right, that is full of light, that is full of righteousness and holiness, because it says narrow is the way. However, it's all good. If you choose Jesus as your savior, you will come into knowledge of the light of his light and have a choice. Right. We all have a choice and we all have a choice daily. And so I believe that's going to be the gist and the the meat of the prayer today is for us to choose. Right. As we conclude chapter one of Luke's gospel, let us choose the light. Let us choose God, let us choose Jesus and choose his way. So I thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity to read your word all the time, not only to read your word, but to understand what your word says and how to apply it to our everyday life. I thank you, Lord God, that you've given Zechariah, that you gave Zechariah the prophecy, speaking of Jesus and of his son, John. And I thank you that both surely came to pass. But then I thank you, Lord God, that we as well have the opportunity to choose Jesus and allow for him to be a light unto our way, a lamp unto our path. And I thank you that in choosing him, we will have light in the midst of darkness, therefore have clarity in our wrongdoings and choose the right things each and every time we get the opportunity. And I thank you that you're always merciful, you're always graceful, and you always show us love. And I thank you that because of it, we're the better. We thank you and we love you. It's Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, great people, I love you all. This has been oh so fun, and I appreciate you. I appreciate you tuning in, locking in, and being with us as we read the word together. And I look forward to our time together next time, which would be Monday. So until then, have a great day. Have a great weekend or whenever this finds you. I hope your day is great. Um, But no, we'll be back, right, to start chapter two. Until then, have a great one. Peace.